This episode of AetherStream is brought to you by Aetherflow Media. We would not be able to create content like this without the support of our amazing patrons. Welcome back to AetherStream. It's been a very long time. Hope you guys haven't worried off too far from the beaten path. But joining us again, we have Croatoan. So we have MK. I'm tired. <laughs> we have Master of Mischief, Dylan Thorne. Hello. <laughs> and last but not least, that I think I've already introduced myself. So let's get going. <laughs> it, it's been a long time. It's been what? Almost five months now since the last episode went up? I believe so. I think, yeah. <laughs> February was our last... I want to say oh, February. Longer than that, yeah. So that's been like actually seven months. We're all oh scratching our heads like, I what year is it? Oh, wait, it's 2020. <laughs> we know the year. <laughs> that's, like, that's been painted on our foreheads. I was going to say, that's that's the one thing that we do know for certain is what year it is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now, now after the after year, it's like you know what month is it? What week is it? That's just, <laughs> that that's all relative right now. Like, this okay. is true. So, just like a quick, uh, you know, virtual show of hands, how many people have forgotten to wear things other than PJs? Uh, considering that I've been forced to work, ah, uh, yeah, stuff. No, I think I'm pretty good. I mean, <laughs> guilty as charged. We already know the tea. I've definitely had some days where I tried to wear like work clothes indoors and then it just didn't feel right. It was weird. I was just like, what am I doing? But it's just trying to like rotate yeah. my closet out while. <laughs> right. There was like the first month or actually a couple of months where I'm like, I think I got to month three where I'm like, I am actually getting depressed because I am in my PJs all day, every day. And so, yeah, I started doing the whole thing where I was getting dressed for work since I'm working from home. And I mean, I do that at least a couple days a week. But yeah, it, it's it's really sad that I feel like my workwear is now what a different color of like yoga leggings. <laughs> That's the exciting part of it. It's like, what yoga leggings and t-shirt am I going to wear today? Yeah. <laughs> oh Hey, I've gotten some really awesome t-shirts though. I was like really excited where I like I went work shopping and I got like a brand new like Wonder Wonder, Wonder Woman t-shirt, like a vintage 1984 one. That was kind of cuz the new movie's going to come out eventually, maybe one day. So yeah, that was like really exciting. <laughs> no, that that's pretty much been me. It's like yoga pants and a t-shirt and it's like do I really need to wear anything other than this? I mean, even down to the store, you see people in their pajamas and it's like, you know what? Everybody else is doing it. Why am mm-hmm. I putting people clothes on? I don't have to look like a people anymore. It's the apocalypse. It's the apocalypse. <laughs> we can go grab our eggs and bacon and cheese with just our PJs. Nobody can see nobody can see me from six feet away anyway. Nobody's paying attention. Everybody's just trying to like not die. Um, and buy a toilet paper. Right. Oh my god. I finally got that back in stock. Yeah, it started showing up a little little bit, but I'm just like all right, so like kind of a brief dip into my reality. So pandemic happened, and this is like all within a week's time span. We switched our hours to like COVID hours. Everybody knows COVID hours. It's like it's COVID maybe hours. three mm-hmm. hours open and then the rest of it's closed or you're working from home. Well, we were open for three hours per day. 
by Thursday, we ended up being open for 10 hours, seven days a week. That's how busy it got where I worked. And I can that, tell you right now, everybody's running their bikes. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're still able to do like outside-y stuff. I mean, a lot of people have been doing that here, going camping, going fishing, like taking their boats up to like Lake Powell and everything. And people, people are getting more engaged with outside stuff where they can, you know, um, disengage from people or social distance, like, without. And, and people are just like, okay, all the gyms are closed, so we need to go out. We need to do something, or otherwise we're going to go crazy. And, yeah, dirt biking is, like, and quad biking around here is popular. So I can see why you guys are being. Yep. It got to the point where we're now actually experiencing uh, shortages on oil filters. Oh, because they're not manufacturing the parts fast enough or at all. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it, Are they going to come bash your doors down like like they have been with like other stores? Like, oh, give us this, give us that. And it's going to be like, give me my oil filters. No, it's more of like, well, fine, I'll just buy it online. And it'll be like, well, fine, I guess, because I can't, I can't control it. And if somebody's hoarding oil filters and selling it on an Etsy account, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not even just limited to that because like I know um, around here where where I live, my husband and I like we we needed to start kind of getting out of the house because we were getting the whole like cabin fever thing. So Mm -hmm. we went to actually go buy him a bike and they were sold out of bikes. Oh, yeah. I live near Philadelphia. (laughs) The greater Philadelphia area was sold out of bikes. (laughs) I was like, how is this a thing? Um, and then we went to go like, um, so we kind of like ditched the whole bike idea. So we decided that we were going to buy like one of those like temporary outdoor above ground pools because I need water during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Im- almost impossible to find one of those. Those were sold out online. We finally found one. Then we had to try to go buy a, fil- a filter for it. Those are like sold out beyond belief. People are sen- selling them for like thirty or forty dollars when they're regularly normally like nine ninety nine. Yep. So Scalping. and like anything summer related this year was just good luck. <laughs> yep, Toro. Sorry, I have a kitten trying to chew on things. <laughs> that's that's kind of like the situation with and. This is, like, partially because of, like, Animal Crossing, like, New Horizons, I think. All of the Switches are sold out. You cannot get them for love nor money. And you can't get copies of the game either unless you get, like, a digital card. I have a copy of the game. We have a Switch. Like, that's good. But I just haven't set it up yet. But everybody started playing it, and now there are no Switches, and it's just like, okay. Yep. So it's either outside or hardcore inside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Started off the uh, quarantine playing uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. See, I didn't get mine until, like, the end of July. That's, that's <gasps> oh, when the no. store finally opened, when it's able to get our copies of Final Fantasy VII into the store. That's late to the party, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. Very late. Uh but also, on the other note, I want to actually point this out. Out of all of our podcasts, the number one is also our new beginning. But you want to know what number two is? What's that one? Our last podcast on April 7th, Aether Stream number 28, Beyond Eorzea, A Source of Escape. Oh, so that, that's probably my fault. I advertise that episode a lot on Twitch. 
because <laughs> no, no, like so. Essentially, uh, whenever the subject comes up, you know, people will be talking about uh, escapism. I, I, I throw that, I throw the, the link out for people to watch it. So that's probably why it gets a lot of. It was covers. a damn good podcast. It was. Too. We did a really good job on it. So I was like, hey, you, if you, if you want to explore these themes more, if you want to like think about these subjects more, here's an episode for you. I think well, I, so I think I have like of, two separate episodes where I brought that up. So <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, so like that was kind of at the front end of quarantine and and before we or right at the beginning of lockdown. Um, and we're now kind of like on the other side of it. Things are starting to open back up. So, like, what did you actually do as far as during that time? As far as gaming wise, like, how did that actually pan out? As far as using gaming for sources of escape, because I like I know at least from my perspective, there was a time probably. I would say about three months in, where there was actually a dip in population briefly. Granted, it also had been a really long time since the patch, like since that had gotten pushed back. So it mm-hmm. could have been that whole pre-patch lull. But there was like a big dip. There was a lot of people who just it seemed like that they couldn't actually do the whole in-game thing anymore. That they were finding it, I don't know, that it was like actually increasing their quarantine anxiety. Mm-hmm. I was part of that population. Like I, I really took a huge step back from fourteen and from gaming in general because I, I know about escapism. I've done it before in the past with other RPGs, and I was just like, you know, what? I'm not going to do this. I'm going to get engage in like some stupid single player behavior for a little bit occasionally, and I kind of like monitored how much I was doing. And instead, I've been spending more time with my husband and more time on house stuff, which is. I feel a little healthier for me, at least as a person, but I was part of that population that took a step back from gaming rather than getting like fully into it. I, well, I mean, other than the chaos that portray work, uh, I, I've been doing a lot of gaming and also non-gaming. So I can kind of see the content law low. Wow. Low content low. And then like at the same time, I've been like doing all this other stuff. So when I get home, I'm pretty much on the computer working on my film. Uh, God, it's not filament. <laughs> working on Ishgard. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm behind on that. Yep. And if I'm not doing that, it's just like sitting there catching up on all this old content that uh, I may or may not have skipped. So, like <laughs> Are you kind of the most recent patch? Have oh, you yeah. done it yet? Okay. No. So you don't have to be put in the corner. That's good. <laughs> yeah, but is it, is CT mandatory it. now? <laughs> Wait, what? Is is Crystal Tower mandatory now? Because I heard some people like complaining yeah, it about it. Yes, yeah. It you, know, you know, I think it's okay. You have to study for an exam. You have to study the essential reading. And is or is not Crystal Tower essential reading for Shadowbringers? I think it, it is. is. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it is. Yeah. It, and I hate to sound like this i guess but at the same time it's like it's not like it's that hard to queue up for (laughs) i get it i get it accidentally i get it every time i hit the alliance raid button from the from the having already done it yes i actually love that people are required to do it because Mm -hmm. i like doing that for alliance roulette every time i see orban i'm like no (laughs) dang you lighthouse (laughs) 
Oh like, no, Thunder Gods did. Let me tell you, trying Thunder to do God Thunder Gods. Oh, it relies too much on the cooperation of people that I don't trust to mm-hmm. like hold my life in their hands. Well, it's between that and also like a brief rant. I'm sorry, but we have gotten a lot of new people like in the past couple of months, especially uh, once they have the free to play up to sixty. Like, right. anytime I do like roulettes. Um, especially like the the raid roulettes. There's so many new people in there who haven't done that before and don't know the mechanics. But there's also a lot of people who've done it probably 500 times and take for granted that everybody is overgeared, overpowered, and they don't explain the mechanics. Right, there's salt everywhere about that. Some people are like, oh, these new players are terrible and we hate it and they're making us wipe all the time. And I'm like, well, duh, just explain stuff to yeah, them. Yeah. They're babies. Oh, yeah. No, I was like, just... Take five minutes. It's fine. Just, you know, be a good member of the community. Just take five mm-hmm. minutes. Explain it. Because if it was you on the other side, I mean, you can't. I don't know. But yeah. Um, so everybody I, out there who listens to this, be kind to the new players. Yes. I definitely have to say that uh, it, was, it was an experience. I had to, like, remember what it was like to be a new player. Because it, was, it, was, it had been so long since I actually did anything, like, at a, like, low level to play with the new players uh and uh so i'm like trying to remember like all those like smaller steps i'm like wait okay they don't know what this is wait oh wait wait oh they don't know what this is oh no and i have to like retrain <laughs> like like i wasn't like mean about it but it was like trying to get back in the mindset it, like took me a moment and i felt kind of bad because it's like look it's been so long since i've actually played like ARR level content at ARR levels, you know, and making sure, you know, that uh, things didn't go wrong. But that was a lot of fun. <laughs> trying to, was, trying, to, was a trying moment, to retrain. There was a moment for me in Crystal Tower where I saw this this sprout, this tiny baby sprout. I don't I can't remember the name of it. the guy with the really big hat. Amon, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he when he does curtain call, that's oh, that's yeah. the cue for you to get behind like the little icicles, right? There was this little sprout just sat there, just just pew pewing away, this little red mage. And I was like, um, child, come come over here. And they, they just obviously they were gonna they're obviously not reading chat, and I'm just like, you, you need to be over here. You need to be over here. The cast bar is almost finished. You know what? I'm just gonna yank you over here and I rescued them. <laughs> and they were just like, Why did you do that? Why did you do that though? And I'm just like, because you would have died. And they were like, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So on the other end of things, we also have the the new raid, which has been fantastic, especially when you have to run through, you know, that hallway with all of the glowy little red balls and the lasers. Oh, I've had a couple of friends who and it's it's what they say, it's it's because it's among friends, it's okay to do this, but don't do this to random people. But I had friends who when we're running down this group, down this hallway, will actually rescue other people right into the lasers. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> I will admit fully, I have not done PB yet. I have not. But I'm just like, uh, I've played regular near. It's probably just similar to that. It's uh, okay to do that once. Just don't do it to your friends repeatedly and don't do it to strangers. And keep plot twist. Just watch the cutscene. Just watch it. Don't even try skipping it. Just watch it. <laughs> Don't eat an hour beforehand either, yeah, do not please. Eat an hour beforehand. Just watch it. No. Am I gonna puke? Possibly. No. Uh. Okay. So okay. Remember, like a long time ago, when I told you about um, 
oh crud what is it the one uh with cal cabrita and you hadn't done it yet and i remember i was telling you like I need to go with you when you do this because I personally found Cal Cabrina like oh, so completely creepy oh, oh and I had it built up in my head that that Anki was going to actually freak out about this which spoiler she didn't which is really disappointing <laughs> for me. No I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't until afterwards when she actually had to watch the Minfilia cutscene that she completely lost her mind. <laughs> but um, yeah so imagine Cal Cabrina like that creepiness factor and then multiply it by a thousand. Okay, question. Have you like ever literally played, a thousand? Have you mm-hmm. ever played any of the uh, Castlevania games? Yes. Okay, there's one. Oh yeah, mob. that's the big one. That's the big yeah. one. The big mob that takes up like four screens. There's one mob in that game that this is pretty much the first thing that I thought of when I saw mm-hmm. that monster. And it's like, hmm, yep, playing Castlevania again. <laughs> I have to assume it's some kind of ball jointed monstrosity. Which it, it is a monstrosity. <laughs> I mean, Nia was full of that, though. Like, there's, I can't remember, but, like, she's in a big ballroom or whatever. I can't remember the name of the boss. And she's, like, basically, like, she's mind-jacked a bunch of your fellow androids. And it's it's kind of, it's really creepy and it's grotesque. And it's just like, okay, I'm assuming it's going to be something like that because it sounds like okay, a lot let's of put it this body way. horror. Yeah. Yep. Yoku Taro. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Yoko, Taro, Yoko Taro is one of the big reasons we can't have nice things <laughs> yeah can we just have this instant death mechanic no <laughs> I actually heard about an article where they were talking about how like the devs actually we were explaining all the different mechanics that he could possibly use and they had to tell him no you can't use all of them <laughs> <laughs> the memes going around about Yoko and like his affiliation or his current affiliation with Final Fantasy fourteen are just mm, chef's kiss. Mwah, excellent. <laughs> I'm just like, I love this man and simultaneously hate this man at the same time because he brings me suffering, but he brings me life at the same time. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is a weird dynamic. I have a feeling that would be exactly the the thing that he'd be going for. <laughs> I think that is what he's going for, to be honest. And good job, Yoko. So, I mean, and the raids have been fantastic. Um, so I kind of went through probably like a couple month period where I wasn't playing 14 as much. But then now recently, I've kind of gotten back into the swing of things. I'm going back into trying to level up my various different jobs. I have, and, and hold your breath here, that I have actually leveled a tank all the way to 80. Which one yeah, was it? If it's, it's, if it's not Dark Knight. You know it. If it's it not Dark Knight. It's oh Paladin. It's Paladin and, and, and also... <laughs> Trainer. I, I live. Wait, hold on. Even though I now have a tank at eighty, and I've now finally got to see the one quest where you have to level like a job of each type. That one quest in Chatterbringers, I did it pretty the much rolls. mostly because yeah. So I did it for that at least initially, and I did it entirely through MSQ Roulette and Fairy Dailies because I have severe tankophobia, and I was like. I'm going to do this in MSQ because nobody expects me to actually know what I'm doing. <laughs> Tanks are a real condition. Wrong. It is a real condition. But now um, I've kind of decided to try to get all the jobs at 80. So I'm actually, it's like, okay, I want to actually figure out. Get that MR amount. Yeah, right. I want to I oh, wanna figure out. Yet. I actually want to also learn how to tank. So I wanted to actually try to start with something at a little bit of a, a, a better level. And actually, you know, I'm going to go ahead and confess. I did, you know, jump potion paladin to 70 because yeah. 
anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I just, and plus, it's like the idea of having to do Tater Rack was just, that was worth the money. <laughs> and you know what? Anything is better than leveling up through Palace of the Dead. I can tell you, I did that on Paladin. Mm. That was exactly, horrendous. yeah. Um, I did try that. That actually, I think that is one of the reasons why I'm like, I think I got to like level 15 or something like that. I'm like, screw this. I'm buying the jump potion. Um, but yeah, so I have actually started leveling Gunbreaker and I actually leveled, or, or sorry, I actually ran a real dungeon the other day and we only wiped once. <laughs> only once? Only once. I had a friend who actually is a pretty experienced tank running in there through there with me and he, he was healing. He's not very experienced with healing, so it was like a wonderful matchup. Um, and he was kind of coaching me through how to how to tank, and I was coaching him through how to do white mage a little bit. So it was interesting. We only wiped once, uh, and that was because I'm like I kind of became overconfident. I'm like, I'm just gonna pull everything. Uh, and he's like, Oh, the hubris! The Icarus hubris. flew too close hubris. to the sun. <laughs> so uh i did that i got all of my shared fates kind of capped out finally um i you know of course been doing the firmament stuff finally i hadn't done that the past couple times so i'm like trying to try all the things that i had before i even did squadrons um i had done that once and i found that incredibly painful but i decided i actually wanted the next rank up so i did that i was actually I, it was actually not too bad it's a good way to get over some of the tank anxiety because actually like one of my friends pointed out that if you can tank with those not very intelligent npcs <laughs> then running with an actual party shouldn't be that bad i've mentioned this before but there is one little lalafell i think he's one of the i think he's the starter lalafell that you get with your starter group that little thing is a beast and he will pull everything before you do like i'm so sorry you had to deal with that oh geez I don't have the Lalafell, but like the last time I ran through, I can't remember what. Oh, I was doing Samal. And the very last boss where you have the meteors, they were all like, they stayed huddled almost the entire time near the entrance, even uh -huh. as one of them got the meteor and it was going to drop on them. I was like, please, guys, guys, move. Uh, okay, don't move. <laughs> so I'm, I'm proud of you at the yeah. same time. Are I'm you jealous. gonna Kanye her? Are you actually gonna Kanye her right now? <laughs> I'm jealous. Uh, so the only thing I've done is gotten my warrior up, and I've only been doing fate grinds and tank phobias. Like Crow said, or was it Crow or Enki? Enki tank was a tank anxiety. Tank anxiety. Yeah, it's a real thing because I did my first uh, dungeon the other day, and it's like randoms. And I might have let a black mage die. I mean, that's just a black mage problem, though. That's that sounds like a black mage problem. That doesn't sound like a you problem. Yeah, my gear was level seventy in an eighty dungeon. That was you? Oh, oops. That was definitely you. <laughs> the bad. thing I'm seeing right now, and this is like the Final Fantasy fourteen community is generally good. But there is one thing that grinds my gears when I'm tanking, and I've recently gotten back into tanking because I've started playing the game again, clearing content, doing the patch, yada, yada, yada. And please, healers, if people say they are rusty and if they are new, don't rescue yeah. them into an extra pack of mobs when they're not comfortable. Ugh. Like, come on, guys, don't do that. You're better than this. You know, I've noticed that. Rescue's so I rough. 
I've noticed that there's definitely been, um, I guess, probably more experienced and, and veteran players, a certain amount of impatience when it comes to dungeon running. And I'm sure part of it is because, yeah, we have so many new people and they're wanting, they're still learning and they're wanting to take things slow. But then I noticed that there's another contingent of people are like, you know, come on, snap, snap, let's get the let out. And when I was actually tanking a dungeon, um, actually it was an MSQ dungeon the other day, and I was actually trying to take the lead on tanking, getting a, a better idea of what I'm supposed to do. And I had um, like a, somebody who, like I think it was a bard, like run into a pack, and they kept on like pulling things like towards us. And I was also with my friend who was new to healing. Again, yeah, it's MSQ dungeon. It's kind of easy, I grant you that. But it was kind of like anxiety inducing it was a little overwhelming because you're like wait hold on i didn't go get that pack for a reason (laughs) Mm -hmm. like let people take things at their own pace like even if they're healing too like if you see a little sprout above the head or if that healer says they're new now i've not had any trouble with healing but i imagine other people have don't don't go and pull everything like Come on, guys, I get that you want to, like, chop, chop, lickety-split, let's get this done, let's get onto the next dungeon and, like, log off for the day or whatever, or get your tomes capped. Um, but, you know, have have some empathy, just, like, titchy bit. Like, that's 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 my salty crumb for the day, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's probably not the only one, I'm sorry. I lied. It's, it's not even just necessarily that. It's like, you know, you can go, you can either choose to go slower or fast, but... Do that as a group, and in order to do that, you need to communicate with everybody else in your party. Right. And it, it's okay to actually talk to people. <laughs> they won't eat you. Like, they won't eat you. Unless the healer is really salty and just wants to continue rescuing packs. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and you know, the, the parties I've been in where you actually kind of start off with a, a polite and, you know, friendly tone. You're like, hey... I'm new to tanking or what have you. And if you get people who respond back, then everything just goes better. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I noticed like the parties where you're just met with silence, like, oh, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> yeah. <Oof. laughs> Even Final uh, Fantasy 14 has its share of problems in 2020. I mean, yeah. <laughs> At least there's no murder hornet patch. Oh, God, right. thank God. We skipped that episode. Like, they were around very, very briefly, and then they left. Like, I was so happy for that. I was like, I don't need that in my life. Uh, I feel like it's going to be like a surprise, a surprise ending or something like that. No, I think, like... it, I think it's going to be the AI thing. Like, I think Tilt was right. <laughs> Skynet's real, guys. Skynet's oh, real. Uh, I mean, well... yeah, it's called Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> so I popped on Twitter for just a second just to see, because I haven't touched the Twitter feed in, like, forever. Right. First thing that came, and it it's a drawing. It's a drawing. You know the Gale Cat or the Gale Kitten outfit? Like a little winter outfit, yeah. Yeah, I just saw that. That looks adorable. Even though it's a sketch, it still looks adorable. And I'm, I kind of, I'm kind of. I need ten. Game. <laughs> it is actually super cute. Um, I there's actually very little from like the most recent uh, Ishgard restoration patch that I don't like and um, the race Felger outfit is really cute like all of those pieces are really usable I'm trying to think the only thing i actually didn't like is especially when you're doing koopa fortune is the amount of paisa housing crap you get oh it's my like, god i find paisas really creepy please stop giving this to me 
thousand yard stare, girl. Like, what <laughs> is that? Who, I want to know who made that creature, and I want to know who hurt them. I'm serious. <laughs> like, call me. I just want to talk. Like, we can mm -hmm. sift through your feelings. Oh, and then delete that from the game, please and thank you. <laughs> now we have like not just the Pisa lamp, the Pisa clock. We now have a Pisa rug. It's like, oh, this didn't need to happen. That's too extra. That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, dude, like, the help text all the... is great. Have you seen the help text for it? No, yeah. I, no I think I've I seen it for some of it. Yeah. It's like, uh, I was like, what do, what do they see? What do they know? And it's like yelling. Like, <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I think you, Crow, I think you're the one who brought this up. They see, like, I think it's like all realities at once, which is why they have that look on their face. Yeah, apparently the, the, the intonation, so their chirp, right, when it hits you, uh, it gives you the, the, the answer of the universe, and that's why you fall asleep. Like, <laughs> like that's... That's when you when you learn it as a blue mage, it tells you that you're you're instilling the truth of the universe into a person's mind and it knocks him out. Oh my god! <laughs> I so like that little fact tidbit. So Not so bad. the wide eye the wide eye thing is because they they just comprehend everything all at once. And <laughs> Tilp, what is this you've posted in Discord? When you started talking about the Paisa, that's the first thing that came to my mind, and it's a very it's an old, very merry. Uh, short from like 2017. Nice. I, I think it still holds up. I think I think they're just silently judging us and ready to kill us at any time. <laughs> um. So one other thing that is kind of sad that as a result of the pandemic is we're not gonna have fan fest this year. Right. Um, oh God, yeah. Even if we did have it, I know that I personally definitely was not gonna go just because. I mean, Rift. it's bad enough that you always risk the, the was it they call it the con crud? Whenever con, you, flu, con, con flu. Con flu. Yeah. yeah. So. We just, we would just create a terrible situation if we got all open groups again. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, one thing I've kind of been thinking a lot about is I know that they kept on talking about how that they're going to try to do something later um, in the season at some point in time to kind of feel fill that niche um that hole in the community um are you guys going to be doing anything with your group of friends kind of like to feel fill that um that kind of like event so bold of you to assume i have friends dylan <laughs> i'm your friend but that's true but you're you're all the way over like this is america i don't i don't know where anybody is i don't know where any of you are it's too big it's not the UK. It's not like a tiny little island in the middle of nowhere. Okay, you're like on the west side of the United States, and then there's like that ocean on the other side, and that, that that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm on the other side. Yeah, the one that's a long way away. Yes. Just like a dragoon, using that golden ability, I am true north. Nice. Oh my god. Nice. Um, I, I'm still not going to do anything until I'm. It's like with Halloween, like uh, that I'm on next door, and like for my neighborhood, people were saying, like, oh, is everybody giving out Halloween candy this year? Are people going trick or treating? And a lot of the answers were basically like, I'm going to wait and see what the medical professionals and like the yeah. Center for Disease Control say. And that's where I'm at. Um, I want to wait and be cautious and be careful because I am in an at risk bracket. So even if I did have friends that played Final Fantasy XIV with me, and even if they did not live on like the other side of the the country or the continent, you know, um, I probably still wouldn't do anything just because I need to keep my health in mind. I need to, you know, 
protect my husband and like my family. So I was kind of like talking like virtually, like. <laughs> Eventually, like, a, like we get, we can get together and talk talk crap like anytime. A, like a virtual <laughs> con, though. Like I think I keep on waiting for somebody to do something like that. I want a virtual con with all, or everybody does budget cosplay. Yep, there's been a few virtual cons that I've seen pop up. Um, for final or for the Square Enix team, I I would say they would probably end up doing something like dropping a teaser and then doing like a showcase of what the stuff is, and then maybe eventually doing like an online concert that you could purchase into maybe, maybe panels and stuff yeah panels kind of like just like a regular live letter that they would do or um the anniversary streams where they do the 24-hour stream and they talk mm-hmm. about stuff something like that i can see them doing that that would definitely scratch the itch i think i think i think a lot of people are still going to be really bummed out about it because people have been what working on cosplays for like the last like six to eight months or since like the the last one ended they've been gearing up for the competitive cosplay competitions or for you know like the the reveals of new like games and stuff or competitions like the reveals of new trials and everything and it's it's yeah Um, like uh chaza i I don't know if you've noticed but like every time a patch drops she makes a new cosplay yeah she's currently working on the warrior of light um Ooh. Ooh, this is spoilers. My bad. That sounds really cool, though. She's currently working on a 5.3 patch (laughs) trial, the secret trial. And, like, she's already got the headpiece done from the last time I looked at Twitter. And, like, she's just producing them so fast. Like, I can understand why Yoshi P went to her for the Gunbreaker outfit. She has a a fast turnover rate anyway, but now she's not being impeded by anything else. Mm -hmm. Yep. She is unstoppable. <laughs> I like uh, the 2.2 patch. It was Gaia, and uh, she just finished up the Shiva from the Eden Trials. Like, that's dedication. I like, like I said, like lots of people have been throwing themselves into like old hobbies, new hobbies. Like, there is nothing impeding her now from doing her work because it's just mm-hmm. like, well, we all have to stay away from each other. Like, she's she's not going to meet any like deadlines or anything like she's she could be there doing her thing now constantly oh my god she's a beast so okay this all kind of gives me an idea so this is kind of like a general challenge to the community is to put together a virtual con in game pick a server or pick actually like a data center what have you and you know we could actually even cosplay with our characters or something like that. I don't know, but something just to kind of like you know bring people together. Hashtag not Balmung because that's too populated. <laughs> Hashtag not Balmung because it's Balmung, and hey. I'm from Balmung. I, hey. I love Balmung, but let's I not go Balmung. there. No, Balmung is fine. But how don't can I get in there if I can't get in there? <laughs> I suppose Mateus is the problem child now. No, I'm kidding. I was gonna oh. say, like, make a. I mean, the thing is, is that we now have world visit. Like, you can make True. a character on like Diablos or Brynhilde, um, and then you know just world hop over. So I and I highly recommend that everybody actually, you know, if you can, level a character in each one of the data centers, so that way you can kind of check out the different communities. Because um. You know, that's one thing that I always find really interesting is how the different servers and the different data centers have kind of like their own little like subculture. 
So, and each one of them have, like, you know, of course, everyone has, like, their drawbacks, but, like, a lot of them have, like, some really great features. Obviously, the one I'm most familiar with is Balmung, is the RP community, because that's just, that's what I do. That's how I enjoy the game. Um, But, you know, there's there's just, like, so much other stuff. Uh, One thing that one of my friends actually talked me into doing um, over the summer um, quarantine was actually making a character on uh, one of the Japanese data center servers. And we went to a a couple of events. And it was really cool just kind of seeing how it's different from uh, what we we do over on Balbog. And it was really great. Um, And it's one of those things like, yeah, you know, in this time where we're at home, and like, you know, Inky was saying, you know, people have all this time for stuff. And even though you can't maybe, like, step outside the house, that doesn't mean that you can't step out of your comfort zone a little bit. Try new things. Try, um, I don't know. (laughs) Just find something new. Okay. Well, let's kick the idea around about doing a a Aetherstream convention. And Find some people to do panels. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I can like just cr- see the higher ups getting angry at us now. <laughs> <laughs> we said what? Edit this out. Nice. Edit it out. We've gone over. I know that we got plenty of extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have plenty of extra. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, we'll just kind of stretching our, our our muscles. Oh, yeah, there you go. Don't worry. It's just a Halloween shindig, hoot nanny. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, what do you guys think we should talk about first when we come back next time? Because I want I want them to feel like they're a part of it. Because we didn't even do the Eden stuff. Like, we cut off right at the end of the uh, MSQ of the 5.2. God, I barely even remember, like, um, the second set of, of Eden, Eden raids. Because, like, I was spirited through them at, like, lightning speeds. Because I came into them, like, a week late. And everyone was like, we know what to do already. Stop watching the cutscene. Get on with it. And I'm like, oh, God. Savages. Wow. Oh, okay. So I, I don't know what the hell went on. I know that uh, Ramu is like super My Little Pony right now. Green um, <laughs> became Shiva for a whole little bit. And then uh, like she and her, uh, she and like Eden had like a, no, it's not Eden. Gaia, there we go. Like they had a game of whack-a-mole. Like she hit her with a hammer. <laughs> And, and I, like, Ifrit and Garuda, I just remember screaming and feeling fearful for my life, and then it was over, and I was like, oh, okay. All right, I guess we covered the Eden stuff, so uh, tune in next time, guys. There we go. Right. Like, that's, 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 that's like the play-by-play. I, I would like to, like, bit, uh, I mean, really, we just have to go over patch 5.3, do, don't we? Like, we have yep. to go over that. Like, we have to address the elephant in the room that is patch 5.3. all right guys well thank you for tuning in we greatly appreciate it next time we're not sure what we're going to record but i hope you guys will enjoy it and we might even let enki do a quick spiel of content again (laughs) (laughs) listen i've actually done the content i know what i'm doing oh man that's a burn towards me isn't it maybe like, I I I change. actually I actually have an idea, but you know I'll, I'll tell you talk to you guys about it after the show. All right, ominous. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody, and thank you for again. We hope you guys stay safe out there. But until next time, we wish you all a wonderful eve. Bye.
Aetherstream is part of Aetherflow Media, a community-based project with a focus on Final Fantasy XIV. Aside from this podcast, we produce web content and our magazine, Aetherflow. And if you like what you see in here, consider joining our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash Aetherflow Media. All funds go towards providing you with the best possible content that we can create.